Hey, welcome to the Renovate Podcast. My name is Josh Story. Uh, this is a special bonus episode. Uh, if you've been tracking along with us, we just finished a sermon series called How to Ruin a Perfectly Good Relationship. And we thought that it would be, uh, be fun to essentially lay before you a case study on kind of what that looks like. So I sat down uh, with Dusty and L. Oglesby. Uh, a little background, Dusty discipled me back in high school, and our relationship took a turn uh, when my senior year of high school, he lost his job because he had an affair. And so we kind of sat down and we talked about that. We talked about what led up to that and kind of uh, just all the pain and heartbreak that came after that. And so uh, our hope in this is that this is a chance for you just to sit and listen uh, to someone who is very unapologetic in the fact that he's made some relational mistakes. And so enjoy this conversation with Dusty Oglesby. You and I go back. Yeah. To say the least. Uh, and what you met me when I was 14 years old. You were four. Yeah. I think you were probably 14. Yeah. your freshman or sophomore year. I think your sophomore year, maybe Man, crazy freshman year. Yeah. And so uh, you started Teaching at my little tiny private school. Yeah. Um, and uh, for what, maybe about three years? Yeah, I was there about three years. And so there was an event that took place that led to you no longer working at our school. We can talk about that as much as you want to. Sure. But I remember when you left um, thinking there, there has to be significantly more to the story. That right. There has to be more that's been going on. And, um, and I feel like as we've kind of gotten to walk alongside each other for right. a long time, there's there's actually a lot to the story. So, right. um, and this is like a big question, but I mean, yeah. where do you feel like all this whole thing started? Yeah, well, great question. I can tell you exactly when. It, well, yeah. yeah, good question. Um, so first of all, I can tell you, yeah, you're exactly right, story. Like when we, what you guys experienced, right? Mm-hmm. Um at that time was just a tip of the iceberg of what had been like hidden sin in my life, um, that, that predated, uh, me being at your school that predated, uh, me being in marriage. Um, it started super early in my life. Um, like all the way down to just, uh, things that I learned as a kid. Mm. Um, I had two incredible parents. I don't, you know, the first thing I'll say is I don't like Everything that I have done has been my own choice, yeah. and I learned patterns um, when I was a kid, um, and one of those was uh, lying. I just learned this pattern of um, uh, I had this false view of of uh, what it looked like truth, meaning you know I kind of watched my dad who would. Um, was the greatest man I ever knew, and yet I saw him, you know, lie to my mom, and I would always hear him say, "Well, your mom doesn't need to know that because it's going to be hurtful mm. to her, right?" And so I started that pattern, like from as early as I can remember, um, doing that, uh, telling people what they wanted to hear. Um, I grew up a Southern Baptist preacher's son, so everything I felt, at least, was like performance based. You gotta, yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta get it right. Um, and, um, you know, I, I kind of learned this, that it's okay if, uh, you sin, um, the Lord's gonna, you know, forgive that. And, 
Um, let's just not tell anybody, mm. right? And so that started super early in my life. As far as um, the stronghold that uh, the enemy grabbed a hold of me on um, was at the age of 12, was the first time I ever saw, um, like I remember it like it was yesterday. It was the first time I ever saw a sex scene. Mm. Um, I was staying at a buddy's house yeah. and uh, we're watching TV late at night, no parents around or anything. And the scene comes on and... Um, yeah, changed my life yeah. from that point on, right? Like, I, it was something that grabbed my curiosity, piqued my curiosity. Yeah. I was always super little growing up, and so I searched for meaning in, like, if, uh, you know, if girls, you know, kind of gave me yeah. that time of day, that, that kind of gave me, a, you know, hey, I was like, you know, three foot nothing. Right? <laughs> so, uh, so it kind of, it just kind of, uh, kind of gave me that, and and literally from the time I started in that season, like at the age of 12, you know, going from like one girlfriend to the next girlfriend yeah. to the next girlfriend, it was, it was for me, it made me feel better about myself. Um, I prided myself in, in like the early days of, you know, I was a Southern Baptist man, so we had yeah. true love weights, bro. So, right. you know, so true love waited, right? Yeah. And yet the, the truth of that was the only thing that waited was the actual act of having sex mm. with a girl. And I never did that, right? Yeah. Um, I just did everything leading up to that. Right. Um, and actually, um, you know, what then ended up leading into my first marriage was that was the first person I had ever actually had sex with. And so I had this guilt of, um, well, like, I got to marry her mm. because like this, I, I went there. Right? Gotcha. And this is what you do. Right. Um, that, was, um, that was what I had interpreted anyway yeah. to be the gospel almost as right? if if sex is from marriage that's right and we cross that line then, gotta go then we have to get married now that's right to justify that's right what happened and to make, make that's right that okay and going into that um you know full of sin going into right. full of hidden yeah. sin meaning in the form at that time in my life of pornography um what i would call like low-level pornography, not that we should classify it or anything, right. just, you know, whatever I could get my hands on, right. um, you know, at that time. And, um, you know, a complete secret, like no one on this planet knew right. that side of Dusty. And so I walked into uh, my first marriage full of guilt and full of secret sin. And quite honestly, I thought, um, well, when I get married, right, I won't need... Mm any of the pornography because when you get married don't you just have sex like, don't you just have sex every day yeah like that's, isn't that the rule <laughs> um, and coming in finding you know in no way shape or form was that accurate yeah um, you know and then you know we were walking into something that it wasn't even based uh, wasn't based biblically yeah. you know any of the above so, so that's kind of you know like leading up to um, before I ever you know met you yeah right right and uh um, you know, I can't tell you how many times, man, I, I would, um, uh, you know, the Lord would just continue, you know, the Lord loves us, right? So yeah. he blesses us even in the middle right. of our sin. Yeah, totally. Right? That he, you know, I mean, it tells us, right, that right. while we were yet sinners, he died for us. So he continues to do that. Yeah. So every time I would see like this glimmer of redemption in my life, I would, you know, draw this line in the sand and go, hey, this is it. You know, yeah. from here on moving forward, um, I'll, I'll, uh, all that's behind me. Yeah. Um, and if I can just do it right moving forward, then I won't ever have to, right? Like I can just keep it a secret because now 
I just won't do it anymore. Right. Right. I'll live in uh, like this perfection, and that um, that's kind of what I always felt. And yeah. so, you know, I made that um, I made that deal with the Lord yeah. a million times. Made that deal when I went to work at your school. Mm-hmm. Thought, man, look at this incredible opportunity. This is everything I ever dreamed of. My yeah. dream job, right? Yeah. Being a high school Bible teacher, they made me dean of students. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was wild too during that season. Not only was there this you know, sexual sin and hidden sin, there was also um, this massive level of pride mm. that was welling up inside of me, Yeah. right? Um, and so I was using my uh, position rather than to bring glory to the Lord to, to, um, to boost myself, Yeah. right? It made me feel good when Josh Story yeah. uh, came to me and was like, man, can you help me, right? Yeah, and so totally. it, it would... Um, and I say that to say, a hundred percent, the Lord did His work right. everywhere He ever had me because it's not His word's not going to come back right, totally. void, right? Yeah. And yet I was using it for my gain. Yeah. Um, and and that man that built, right? Yeah. So uh, one of the things I talk about and what I teach now, and uh, one of the things we teach our kids and everything is that it's it's gradual than sudden, mm. right? Like um, we're we're failing so slowly, right? that we actually think we're winning, mm. right? And I think the enemy does that intentionally. Yeah. And we walk right into it, man, because yeah. it, um, you know, it feels good. Yeah. And we don't even know right. that every day we're, we're actually losing, Yeah. right? Totally. So, so that was kind of leading up to, um, you know, the time with you guys there. And then, you know, uh, I think sin overall is, our human nature is we're, we're never quenched right mm, yeah and so it just kept going from one level to the next level to the next level yeah. and what you guys got was me finally getting to a level where you know I end up separated um you know and hey there was a lot of turmoil going into that yeah, right like um you know at that time you know my ex-wife um not knowing what was going on within me and right. her having her own mess of stuff that right. she came in with yeah, right totally. and hers was gradual and sudden yeah and so hers would respond with, you know, my stuff being thrown outside or mm-hmm. um, abusive words or, you know, whatever yeah. it was, right? And uh, so, yeah, bro, it was miserable. <laughs> On the outside, right? right? Totally. Um, things aren't always as they appear to be, yeah, right? So totally. to you guys, it was, man, this like, I mean, like, you, so, tell, you tell me what you yeah. have ever thought in a million years. Totally, yeah. Just like so, so out of the blue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like just... What the heck, right? Yeah. Um, and then, man, for the Lord to give you the uh, the vision at that time that, hey, there's got to be more to this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. anyway, yeah. So that, that's kind of leading up to, yeah. you know, where everything kind of happened yeah. uh, around that time with you. And yeah. then there's a lot more after that. So right. you lead the way. Yeah. So, <laughs> so long, long story short, there was an affair that took place right. that led to you leaving the school. Right. Um. And that was found out, bro. It's not like I came and told anyone. Right, right? totally. It's not like I came forward to, you know, be repentant. Right, yeah. Um, it was found out. And so, um, you know, then I just ran and hit again. Yeah. So I want to talk about kind of what, like, those next few years was like after that. Like, But before you get there, from, I think one of the things that I feel like I've known from talking to you and you kind of mentioned is just secrets on secrets and hiding and you know yeah. all these things when 
when your sin is exposed in that way, right? That like mm-hmm. you, you didn't have this moment in time of saying, I want to confess this. I want to repent from this. Right. But your sin was exposed. I'm sure at the time it didn't feel like the grace of God on your life. Right. But describe this for those who might be in a place where it's like, man, I have a lot of secrets mm-hmm. and no one, no one knows. At least I don't think they're going to know. And I'm pretty sure if I play my cards right, I can get away with this for a long time and no right. one will ever af- actually have to know what's kind of going on behind the scenes. Right. Do you believe there's ever a scenario where you can truly keep your sin hidden for an extended per- period of time? Or do you feel like the grace of God will always expose your sin? Always. Always. Every single time. <laughs> um, it may take a long season. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'll never forget, um, you know, uh, one of the guys that was in my life at that time, probably the only guy in that season that loved me enough to tell me the truth. Yeah. Right. Uh, was Mark Owings. Yeah. And, um, I'll never forget, uh, sitting with him and him saying, um, uh, I know, like, I know. Yeah what you've done. I don't know exactly what you've done. Yeah. And he said, and you don't have to tell me. He said, here's what I will tell you though. Um, he said, um, like he looked out at the parking lot and he was, he said, I just never, I'll never forget him saying this. He said, you see that parking lot out there and how it's all paved pretty and it's yeah. beautiful and all the above. And he said, I want you to know that that's what your life has looked like. Mm-hmm. And underneath that parking lot are weeds. And, and eventually what's going to happen is those weeds are going to start to pop through. Mm. And eventually that parking lot's going to look a wreck. Mm. And he said, I want you to know that every single thing that is in the dark, bro, like he got in my face, yeah. like made me nervous, <laughs> got in my face, right? You've been around Mark. Yeah. And uh, he said, I want you to know that every single thing that is in the dark, the Lord will bring it to the light because the Lord doesn't live in the dark. He lives mm. in the light. Yeah. And I remember I was angry. Yeah. So in that season, it was, it was anger and fear. Yeah. That's all it was. Anger of, hey, this isn't fair. Right, and fear of what if I'm ever to be known. Yeah. Right. Um, and no, at that time I had no idea it was the grace of God in my yeah. life. At that time, um, I felt like um, uh, I mean I was almost offended. Mm. Um, I guess in a way, and just um, and I was so caught up in my sin, thinking. Um, like I don't know, I don't know if I was thinking I could still get away with it or what. It just the pain wasn't big enough. Yet, yeah. Right. And so, um, you know, the Lord gives us free will. And yeah. what's what's funny is, um, in in all of this, um, there hasn't been a single move that I have made that has not come to the light. Mm. Sometimes it's come to the light because I have right uh, voluntarily said it. Yeah. Most of the time it's come to the light, um, I firmly believe because the Lord um, loves me so much that it's going to come to the light, Yeah. right? Like that's where later on the story that we'll talk where L comes in, yeah. um, that you know, here I am just hiding again, man, yeah. uh, just hiding my sin yeah. and and the Lord just revealing, yeah. just going, dude, I love you too much. I have way too much for you to continue to walk in this, yeah. um, you know, so anyway, yeah, so... I don't know if that answers what yeah, you're asking. Yeah, no, I mean, totally. So, so your sin is exposed. You now have a choice yeah. in how to respond. And yeah. How do you choose to respond? At that time? Yeah. I ran, bro. <laughs> I ran as far away 
um, as I possibly could. Um, and um, uh, what I did is I ran back home, right? Okay. Like to where, I was, to where I was raised, yeah. to where I grew up. And looking back now, the reason that I did that is because I could go back and those people, those people still thought I was who I said I was, right? right? And, and, uh, and I could spin it, mm. right? I could spin it in Dusty's favor. Yeah. And so I went back and that's what I did. Um, I went back to, you know, I went back and played college tennis one more semester. Well, all that did was it, it, it um, fueled my pride again. Yeah. And, um, you know, just continued to, I just continued to hide. Yeah. Um, stayed in that relationship off and on for years. Yeah. Um, used, right? Yeah. I mean, I used her. I, I used everything. You know, everything was um, about Dusty. Yeah. Right now, I would mask it. Right, right. Um, that everything was about everybody else, yeah. and at the end of the day, I was so blinded by my sin. You know, Paul tells us in Romans, right, that it's no longer I that's doing this; it's actually sin alive inside mm. of me. And I mean, like, it was so alive inside of me; it just, it just ran me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and and quite frankly, some of the scariest times of my life is when I recognized that I couldn't hear the Lord at all. Mm. Right. I feel like there's like a a point where you can become so desensitized to your sin that like yep. it's almost impossible to hear God speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, I, you know, um, goodness, I, you know, I, I don't know how the Lord works in every way. I do know though that, um, you know, I think there were for sure seasons when, when the Lord said, okay, yeah, go ahead, bro. Can I jump in? Yeah, because yeah, totally. yeah. one thing Dusty would always say about those times is it's almost like it just wasn't you. Mm. Yeah. Like even yeah. now looking back on it, it's that wasn't you. It was somebody else. Yeah. And when you were in it, it felt like it was somebody else. Yeah. I mean, literally, like when you say sin living inside of you, right? Like part of our story is this eight month run that Elle and I had where I was living in that sin mm-hmm. again. And like I, I, I sit here today with yeah. you, right? And I look back and it's literally like an out of body mm. experience that um it's a it's appalling to me. Yeah. Right? When I think about it, I think um it's appalling to me and I thank God for that today. Yeah. Um when you're in it though, man, and and that that becomes what you're doing, yeah. it um you know, it takes over yeah. from the inside out. So what was like the breaking point? What was like the moment where the Lord just like brought you to your knees? Because obviously the person I'm talking to today is very different than yeah. the person that was, you know, walking that way for, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah. What was the breaking point you feel like in your relationship with Christ? Um, so I would say there were a couple. Um, one was um, losing my dad. Um, uh, that was a moment when um, the Lord showed me, like tangibly showed me, um, that I was on the same path as mm-hmm. my dad was. I told you that my dad, um, you know, had secrets and lies, and to yeah. this day I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and you know, he ended up. Uh, what that ended up for him was him uh, killing himself in our garage, right? Yeah. Um, just full. And, you know, you didn't really know my dad. I think right, maybe right. met him once or twice. Yeah. Um, he was uh, fun. Yeah. And um, um, 
you know, like I tell everybody, he was everything I want to be and everything I don't want to be, mm. right? Yeah. Um, uh, but him killing himself uh, was this moment. I remember Wes Butler, um, who was walking with me and has walked with me this whole time. Yeah. Um, I remember him saying, uh, Dusty, I want you to know today that that what you need to know is that you were on a path to the same end. Um, and the Lord's redeemed you from that. Um, and, and in that, though, so I had this massive change at that point. Um, I still didn't understand, though, um, how the Lord really loved me mm. because I thought um, I still had this like this perfectionist idea in my head that, yeah. that if he was going to love me, I had to get it right. Right. Right? And so then everything from that point began to, I've got to get everything right and i got to make everything right. Gotcha. Like I got to go back to all this back sin, yeah. right? And I got to make it right. And so the enemy then used my guilt, mm. right? Which does not come from the Lord, yeah. right? Like, right. and I didn't know that yeah. at that time, right? Um, like if I would say anything, it's for everybody to understand that guilt does not come from the Lord. Conviction comes from mm. the Lord. Guilt does not come from the Lord. Two, two drastically different Drastically things. different, yeah. right? Like guilt is um, this this punishment feeling. And, yeah. That's not who the Lord is, right? Yeah. Like that that's um in no way, shape, or form is that the New Testament Jesus. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um and so out of that then um I went back to uh the relationship that I had with my ex wife thinking, okay, um I can go make it right. Yeah. Right? Like I'm gonna live the rest of my life right. Right. No sin, no porn, no nothing. I'm gonna get it right this time. And so then I stepped back in to this relationship again, yeah. um, walked into that again for the second time, right? Remarried her. Um, and then what's wild is here I am talking about being what's right. And then I still didn't fully come clean mm. um, on everything, yeah. right? So I still had hidden sin. And yet the way I chose to deal with it at that time was I'll just, like, I'll just literally be as close to perfect mm. um, of an example of Jesus as I possibly can. Yeah. And so then I just white knuckled my way mm. um, for four and a half years yeah. uh, and just took, you know, I took ownership of everything. If there was an argument, it was my fault. If yeah. um, if things weren't going well, it was my fault. Um, I, you know, I was going to do, um, like I was going to do the gospel. Right. Right? Yeah. And I still didn't understand what it meant to be, um, like to be who the gospel's called me to be, yeah. right? Um, so I was just, I was really just pretending. Yeah. Um, I knew who I desired to be, and yet yeah. I was really just pretending. And so all of that again, so here I am again, making my steps out of guilt, right? right. Um, and so that, um, you know, relationship again uh, ran the same course that it did the first time. Gotcha. Um, and then eventually, after about four and a half years of me just white, white knuckling my way through um, not really having that uh, change inside of me, right? Yeah. Where I really understand who the Lord was. Um, I eventually go back to, you know, looking again at porn and letting that manifest itself yeah. all the way to the physical. Um, fights all the time because you got two, you know, jacked up, broken people who don't know who the Lord is. Yeah, totally. And um, I end up. Um, 
you know, there's a lot that goes into that and yet ended up, uh, you know, divorcing again. All this hidden, right? And so here we are, though, where I have hidden sin again. Yeah. And thank God, by the grace of God, you asked me, when did I really then um, know the, like, who the Lord was yeah. and His grace in my life? Was um, L literally catches me, like, red-handed, man, no. with another... Uh, female walking out of my door. Dang. And I uh, would love to tell you that at that moment, I broke to my knees in repentance and yeah. I didn't. At yeah. that moment, I lied through my teeth. Wow. And I continued to lie, right? This has been my pattern for 20 some odd years. Yeah. Um, and out of nowhere, I see this woman who totally out of character for her because Elle is, you know, everybody knows she's in the room, right? So <laughs> Elle is, her personality is uh, like, you know, what I would call high D, right? And so um, she's going to like, if she's angry, you're going to know. Right? <laughs> she's going to, sister going to come at you. Yeah. And here I have wounded her heart to a point. Um, well, the worst pain you've probably ever. ever felt in your life. Like, it's right? PTSD text. Yeah. yeah. Like, took her to her knees. Yeah. literally. Um, and, and she comes in, and, like, this was just one instance, yeah. right? Like, there's, like... It's happened three There's, times. like, yeah, there's, like, instance after instance, and every time she comes in and only with the Lord, um, you know, flowing through her heart, right? she sits down just like you and I are, and she's not angry, and she's not throwing darts. Um, and she just says, I'm not moving. Mm. Now, I'm not going to tolerate it. Yeah. And I'm not moving. Um, and, um, man, it was just like, um, in those moments, like the Lord just sitting down next to me going, dude, I had been telling you for years that I love you just like you are. Yeah. Um, and you think you got to be perfect and so here was this moment where I didn't have to be perfect yeah right that I could come just like I was yeah um she wasn't gonna let me stay that way yeah but I could come just like I was yeah um and so um man I'll never forget it I went on a guy's trip to Hawaii and you know and all the guys were there and these guys are you know it's my brother and uncle and everybody else, you know, I mean, and it's like, you know, it's like sin 101, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, alcohol, all the above, you know, everything, you know, and all you, all the single people who are listening right now, you know, we, you know, there's seasons in your life when you think you you're going to feel better, right? Yeah. And you think this is what it's all about, yeah. right? Like just live my life and live it to the fullest. And man, that in no way, shape or form is living to the full. Mm. Um, it is an absolute lie yeah. and a devastating, um, you know, you talk about gradual and sudden. You keep walking that road at some point. Yeah. I can promise you, you're going to end up. You know, Todd Wagner at Watermark always says, um, "If you're riding a tiger, prepare to dismount." Right? <laughs> um, and that's like that's what my life was, yeah. and that's what the life of sin is. Yeah. And uh, so I'm in Hawaii, and these guys are, you know, doing whatever they're doing, and I just have like I go for a run, which I don't run, bro. <laughs> I go for a run, and the whole time I just hear the Lord going. Um, like, hey, um, she and those kids, they are your grace. Mm. Like, I gave them. This is your grace. Um, and you're about to blow it. Mm. And um, I came back from that run and had a moment. Um, literally, I felt like the Lord just sat down next to me again. 
and um, and I just um, I heard um, you're on the same path as your dad. Wow. You want to end up alone in a garage full of secrets, or do you want to live a life to the full like I have for you? And um, so, uh, literally at that moment, I called her and I said, "I'm all in." Yeah. I'm all in, wow. and I'm coming home right now. I was supposed to be there for 10 days. No lie, bro. It was day two. I said, I was day, it was day two. I was supposed to be there for 10 days, yeah. right? Like, all the single people were like, you're supposed to be alive for 10 days. What are you doing? Right? And I mean, in that moment, man, I said, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. And um, and I just ran after the goodness of the Lord. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, uh, what's wild, man, is so, like, track all the way back to when I was 13. Yeah. I always said, uh, like at 13, I knew that the Lord had called me um, uh, to the gospel. Yeah. And I would even tell my parents at that time, I said, hey, I, I just, you know, there's going to be a day when I'm going to be married and I'm going to have twins and I'm going to preach the name of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so my twins don't have my DNA at all. Yeah. Uh, they don't have my physical DNA. Yeah. And yet, like we were talking earlier, like they, they ooze who I am. Um, <laughs> And uh, so anyway, long story short, um, um, I called Elle. She rebooked my flights. Um, I came home. Um, and then we've, uh, hey, we've had bumps oh, since yeah, then. Definitely. Because there was a lot of hidden sin, right, yeah. bro? And so we've had There's, moments in our marriage where it comes back. there was something yeah. that, um, that literally either, either um, like I didn't fully disclose. Yeah. Um, which now all of those things are gone yeah. uh, by the grace of God, right? Like I've never been in a relationship where it's like, go ahead, check out everything. I got yeah. nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I got nothing to hide from you. Yeah. Like you can go, hey, go to my phone, go to my computer. You go anywhere, sister. I got nothing to hide from you, right? Yeah. Like I've never walked in truth like that. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean there's not sin there, right? right totally. Um, and yet uh, walking in that, and man, we got, here's what, you know, the one thing I would say to folks is, we don't realize all these wounds mm. that we're developing. Right. Right? Um, and, um, you know, I'll, I'll never forget Wes Butler. One of the things he said to me was, Dusty, man, when I look at you, bro, I, I just, the Lord gives me this picture that you're in the middle of an ocean. You are bleeding profusely. Mm. And there are sharks surrounding you. And I'll never forget him saying, all I know is, you're bleeding and we don't know where you're bleeding and we got to find the bleeding mm. and we got to stop the bleeding and we got to pull you out. And, and that's been the story right from the get go. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, so here we are today and we, um, you know, we, we, um, walk in truth yeah. and like truth, truth, yeah. like, um, like unbridled truth that hurts. Yeah. Right. Totally. Um, and I think that's what we miss too. We spend our lives trying to feel better, and that that is not like, um, you know, get, like God didn't He didn't do everything that He did and do everything that He does so that we can just run around and be happy, right? Right? He did it so that we can be like Him, mm. right? Uh, so that we can be holy, so that we can have a life to the full, yeah. So that we can have a joy, um, so that we can have a peace that surpasses all understanding, yeah. And. Um, yeah, so here I am, forty-one years old, and and um, you know what you guys saw as the peak is now fully exposed. Yeah, totally. Um, 
and, and you know, in our prayers, just that the Lord would use it. Yeah. I feel like for, for people that could hear the story, especially kind of the eight months before you guys got married, there's a lot of people that I think understand the concept of grace. They would call themselves right. believers, and they appreciate the grace of God. But to actually be able to internalize the grace in such a way that they could then go and extend it to someone that has wounded them to that standpoint. Mm -hmm. How did you get to that point? I I don't know. I mean, really, it was the grace of God because it's, like Dusty said, it's not my nature. I mean, I'm a runner and I don't tolerate, you know, injustices or or things like that. And so my whole life, you know, I, I run from things like that. I don't put up with it. And, um, with Dusty, it just, it was this peaceful calm that I just had that I just knew, um, no one had ever given him grace Mm. and, and even the grace that he got from the Lord, he didn't, he didn't believe it. And so, um, I I can't explain it. It wasn't anything that I did. I mean, it hurt. I was hurt. Still hurts. Um, It still hurts. I mean, I still have moments where, you know, I have kind of a check a little bit and and we're, you know, three and a half years past this. But um, I just loved him. Not not in a relationship kind of way either. I mean, I was just, I knew if I was there for him as his friend and and he he needed grace. And and I gave it and it was just... It flowed out of me. It was just there. And um, I, I don't know, you know, because people ask me that a lot. They're like, how are you able to do it? Because yeah. I've, I've had relationships in the past where things like that have happened. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. There was yeah. no way I could do it. Yeah. And so um, I trusted in the Lord that he knew what he had for us. Yeah. And I knew it was something much, much bigger than what we were going through at the time. Yeah. I knew that was not the life that he had in, in store. It didn't look all pretty in this pretty little package with, yeah. you know, we yeah. met in college and we had our kids and, right, and everything, but it doesn't, it doesn't always look that way. Yeah. And, um, and it's, you know, it hasn't been as hard as you would think. Yeah. Um, but we do have moments, but few, few far between now. I mean, they very rarely ever happen anymore. And, um, it, well, and a lot of times those moments come from the enemy, right? Yes. Oh, um, for when, sure. you know, when you are walking in truth. The, the, the enemy can't stand it, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's times that, um, uh, you know, El, El will, um, uh, so, you know, very simple things, right? Like she comes in the kitchen and I have my phone out and, and just as she comes in, I just, you know, lay my phone down. Yeah. Um, she, so it, like out of nowhere, right, will be like, why'd you put your phone down so fast, right? <laughs> And, yeah. this, and so this, right, so then this is the enemy just working yeah, to totally. destroy us. And so one thing we've learned, right, is in those, and that's why I say this is why it's so incredible, is because now I can go, hey, great, go ahead. Yeah. Just pick it up. Yeah. Come on. Uh, because that's what, you know, that's what walking in truth is. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, again, like Todd Wagner always, um, you know, at times he's talked about how he, uh, I think it was one time he got a letter in the mail and yeah. he opened it up and at the top it said, I know what you did. And he said he just folded it up and he handed it to his wife and he said, I just want you to know whatever's in here, you already know. Right? Well, there was a season in my life. If I got a letter that said, I know what you did, yeah. bro, I would have gone into pure panic mode yeah. about what what hidden sin do I have that's about to come to light. Right. Wait, are you talking right? about right after we got married? So I, we actually, that happened. 
Remember, right after we got married, I got a oh, random yeah. Yeah, Facebook that's true. message about, do you know the yeah, man that you married? Oh, wow. Yeah. And I said, yes, I do. Actually, <laughs> actually, I totally know. yes, I do. Yeah, right? It was up. a great moment, man, because I was like, yeah, she knows. Come on now. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, you forgot right, about so. that. Yeah. Let me so. close by asking you guys this. My, so, I feel like there could be people that hear you guys' stories and think it all worked out, right? <laughs> God is good. God is gracious. He redeems. He restores. Yeah. Which we can all agree is true. Yeah. What do you say to the person that is functioning in a way where there might be secret sin, there might be isolation, there might be any number of the things we've talked about in the series on how to actually ruin a relationship. Mm-hmm. And they think, I don't actually need to change anything because God is good, God is in control, God is gracious. It's all going to work out okay. Mm-hmm. What do you guys say to that, that well, person? I say that's, I mean, Dusty lived that in not letting things come to light. And what happened was he ended up living in his guilt. And then his guilt led to other bad decisions. Yeah. As long as you're hiding, you're going to continue to make bad decisions I just think that until you come out with it yeah it's just gonna it's gonna plague you yeah until you do but you can speak well, to better than I can yeah I am um, I, I I think the main thing I would say is um, the the pain mm-hmm You can't even put to words the pain. Yeah. Um, it's physical. You know, you, you, keep, you keep running where you're running. Yeah. Um, I mean, sin feels good. Yeah. That's the way the enemy designs it, right? Yeah. Not, none of us wake up in the morning and go, oh, I, I can't wait to, you know, hurt. <laughs> right. Right? Or, or, or be uncomfortable. Right. right. I mean, we live in 2019, man. Everything's yeah. about comfort. Everything's totally. about serving me and what do I want and how yeah. do I want it um, and if yeah. it doesn't go that way I'll just go somewhere else yeah. and man I just um, and when I say pain man what I mean is um, like my sin has caused uh, pain to myself and pain I know to other people that I didn't even know existed mm-hmm. um, like a physical um, like a physical physical pain um, that it hurts to that level yeah right um and so you know hey you know we spend our lives running away from pain yeah when the ultimate answer is to is to go straight through it Mm. um and you know it's gonna hurt it's not gonna be easy at first yeah the the results of it hey the results of it though are much worse than walking than walking through it yeah right like the 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 aftermath yeah right um of just the um the level of pain that comes with it i mean literally there's a there's a physical hurt you know like i there um you know i don't know if i'll ever know fully all that i lost Mm. during that season um i lost a lot though yeah right um, I lost a whole lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's not about going back and picking it up. Yeah. Because, you, you know, that, I mean, that's not, it's not the way that it works. Right. Right. Um, and, um, you know, um, I would just say, um, you know, hey, if you, 
if you like where you are, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> and I can promise you eventually you're going to wake up one day, though, and you're not going to like where you are. Yeah. Um, and uh, the level of pain, um, I can promise you, with full integrity, is not worth it. Yeah. Period. Um, and the enemy will disguise it. It will look... Um, it will look good. It will look... Um, you may even feel right. Um, you know, one of the... Probably the biggest thing I've learned in all this, Josh is um, uh, one of my other mentors, John Elmore, um, uh, has taught me to go on what I know, not on what I feel, mm. right? Because our feelings... Um, you know, I mean, what, what does Scripture tell us, right? That the heart is deceitful of all, right? Yeah. I mean... You know, I mean, go on what you know. Like, if, if you want to know what um, a life of, uh, like, a life to the full looks like, yeah. Um, uh, like, there's there there's a full playbook in Scripture, right? Yeah. Of of this this is what uh, the fullness of the Lord looks like. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, go on. You know, go on what you know, not on what you feel. Thank you guys for listening to this bonus episode of the Renovate Podcast. Obviously, this is not a, a story of how to have a perfect marriage. In fact, it is a story on how to ruin a perfectly good relationship. And so our hope uh, is that this serves as a warning, but also as a story of God's grace, uh, of God's ability to redeem and restore. But even in that, that we don't use this as an excuse to run from God, but we use it as uh, a reason to lean in and to chase after Him all the more. And so if you have questions about anything, we would love to walk alongside you. You can find us online at renovateftw.org or on social media at renovateftw.org.